Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our healthy living coaches, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, as they engage in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovation, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your business and personal navigational skills for ultimate achievement. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, all of you Star Style Power Partners. This is our informational playground, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be The Star You Are 501c3 Charity. We are your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we're coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. So we want you to be inspired and motivated and catapult you to living on the stars. The miracle moment for today is brought to you with gratitude from the sponsors of our Be The Star You Are booth. Uh, that just transpired this past weekend and it was a raving success thank you to Chelsea for uh, organizing it that was our team coordinator thank you to our sponsors MB Jesse Painting Star Style Productions La Mirinda Weekly and Children's Success on Limited as well as Michael Verbrugge Construction you can see more about them at bethestarur.org and this is by Carl Jung Who looks outside dreams, who looks inside awakens. So today's show, we want you all to awaken, coming right up uh, immediately here in Health Matters. Heather's going to be talking to us about cannabis and how cannabis can help with pain and illness, and she'll also talk about the legalization. Autumn Accord, it's harvest time here in California with a bounty of uh, grapes and walnuts, not drapes, apples, pears, and we're going to talk about that in our segment two. And then something you may not have heard of, but is becoming, I think, will be a next trend in health here in America. And it's called forest bathing. And it's how that we use the beautiful scenery of nature to restore and rejuvenate. So sit back, relax, grab your cup of tea or maybe your cannabis. And let's listen to what Heather has to say about the marijuana news that is um, happening everywhere today for medicinal purposes. Yeah, so about 20 states within our country have some kind of legalization right now. Um, and as you know, California, we actually have a prop on the ballot this uh, coming election. It will be Prop 64, uh, but I'll get deeper into that another time. 
And um, like many people, and it seems you know kind of kind of taboo, but more and more as things go, um, I feel like the taboo is starting to become less as that we have more science and more people pushing for this science and this evidence to come forward, um, and that it's been there's been a, bit, a lot of positive information and experts uh, as well as doctors have really been changing their minds. And a big person that uh, kind of started this, um, usually you know when it takes someone that's very respected, it was. Uh, CNN reporter, reporter, I'm going to say his name wrong, I'm sure, um, but Sanjay Gupta, I believe his name, and he's a doctor for CNN. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, uh, Gupta, exactly. No, he's, he's quite famous. Yes, and um, he, uh, in his earlier days, he used to be very against marijuana, and he, you know, had spoke out about against you know, various health effects, and then in recent years, he com- that completely changed, and he actually had a CNN uh, report called Weed, and, and now he speaks very highly, and he's actually um, one of the uh, kind of forefront advocates of it, um, of talking about the, the science that we have discovered. And a lot of things aren't talked about in the United States um, because we sort of have this very taboo view of it. And there has been a lot of international studies, and there have been things um, within the United States that are just now starting to surface. It's hard a lot of times to get funding for these things. Um, again, coming to someone saying that uh, we're going to be doing marijuana, people instantly think uh, drugs, and they think a negative thing. But there's so many positives to it, and there's so many things uh, that marijuana can be used medically for. And, and to say still that Western medicine, I'm not saying anything against prescription drugs and doctors and all that stuff, um, but that, to think that there is medicine out there that is organic or natural and that we have abundance of, um, that can help uh, treat or prevent or manage a lot of pain or illnesses that people experience without these harsh side effects of all these kinds of chemicals that we're putting into our bodies. And something that's just kind of crazy, um, not only is weed, you know, marijuana, however you want to say it, um, safe and effective, um, there was a 2015 study 2015 study um, that found that states had that had some form of legalization of marijuana had lower cases um, and actually a significant drop since the legalization of opioid uh, abuse, addiction, and overdose. And opioids, uh, such as painkillers, are the number one accidental death in the United States. And the most recent uh, release of numbers is from 2015. 14, and an estimated 47,055 people died of um, opioid overdoses, such as that's Percocet really sad. And, Vicodin. That's awful. and and the thing is, you know, that oftentimes, you know, we go to the doctor. We have I have an ache, I have a pain, and they give oh here, take this pill, take that. And I'm not saying anything. I think medication is great, um, but these things are not meant to uh, be taken for long amounts of time, and painkillers such as Vicodin and Percocet fall into the exact same category as heroin. And um, that's sort of the big thing that's, that now we see in the United States, that heroin, I mean, I see commercials now about talking to your kids about heroin, and I'm saying um, that's great, you know, that we're talking this that's about you know, prevention of, of uh, this kind of drug, but it's crazy that it has become such a big issue uh, that it's easier for kids to get things like that um, than to get uh, other drugs or even get alcohol. 
and the, the cause and effect of those are much worse. But speaking of the positive sides of marijuana, because I don't want to go down the, the negative thing of all the things. Right, that's, um, that's that a can, good idea. That can help, that it can help with. So you may have heard the triumph thing of glycoma. That used to kind of be that joke that people would say, oh, you know, I've spoken this for my glycoma. But um, there has actually been uh, studies, and it's early as the 1970s that they found studies um, in the treatment of using marijuana for glycoma because what it actually does, um, and what glycoma is, is that's when um, there's increased pressure on the eyeball, and so it damages your optic nerve, um, and eventually it can cause uh, vision loss. And what they saw um, with patients that they were treating with uh, uh, marijuana, they saw that it decreased the pressure in the eye um, and made it, and uh, thus kind of maintaining vision for, for longer. And the main thing is that the pressure, so much pressure was built up, and that was affecting people. And a lot of times, if you have pain, you're prescribed another medication. And that kind of leads with, uh, with treatments of other medications, such as intense drugs for um, HIV, AIDS, or even something as hepatitis C. A lot of times, the medications have side effects. And these are medications that I'm, you know, that they need to take, you know, especially with diseases and illnesses um, that are so intense as that, um, and they have to take this cocktail of drugs. And a lot of times, people, if they can afford their medications, a lot of times people don't complete treatments because they're so sick from the medicine that they have such um, hard side effects. So they've actually found uh, with uh, including marijuana into uh, patients that are taking such severe drugs that it's helped with nausea. It's helped uh, in some patients um, increase appetite, which may not sound good for some people, um, but sometimes, especially uh, with uh, cancer medications, chemo, um, HIV medications, it really you're so sick all the time you have no appetite, and that can eventually that can harm people if they're not getting the nutrients. Um, and sometimes lead to almost a form of starvation because they're so sick. So to have an appetite, again, after being on such thing or to not feel sick from the medications that you have to take, that's a whole other highlight on its own. Um, something that they found uh, that I thought was pretty amazing was lung capacity. Now, we think of with smoking. Now, smoking cigarettes, we have just a plethora of scientific knowledge and research and studies and evidence now to show that cigarettes are bad, that it damages your lungs, that there's carcinogenics, but they've found, and now I'm sure there'll be another study that will find something else too, um, but actually that was uh, printed in a very reputable um, uh, journal was the American uh, Medical Association's journal, and this was as early as uh, January 2012. Um, they found that marijuana does not impair uh, lung function, and it can actually increase lung capacity. So they took Now, are you talking about smoking it? Heather, if you smoke marijuana or just take it in pill form? So you're talking about smoking it like a cigarette. So they were actually talking about it in smoking forms. I don't, uh, and again, there is so many other ways of ingesting you know, that people can use it uh, as, as a topical. Um, it can be sprayed. It can be taken in a pill. It can be eaten. It can be smoked. A lot of people, a lot of patients who use it who may have actually uh, suffered from some kind of lug or lung or respiratory uh, disease or infection 
person that are using it can't smoke. And um, I'm not advocating for the smoking of it, but they actually found that that people's uh, that people who smoked uh, marijuana in this case had a larger lung capacity. And I don't know if that's just because they're holding it in longer to exhale it out. Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, that's interesting. Act, that's an interesting fact. There can be some reversing effects of the carcinogen. So, um, and I'm not saying that uh, marijuana is the, a cure for cancer, or but they found that it can actually help generate positive cells and almost kind of scrub out a little bit of the carcinogens. There's almost damage that's been left to the um, on the lungs. The biggest thing I think right now, um, at least that we have studies and that that you know we just have that people who are uplifting their lives for it is that marijuana's effect on epilepsy and other seizure disorders. And if you've ever seen anyone, or there's, there's so many documents, people who suffer from, sometimes, especially with children, that can have up to 100 seizures in a day. Um, that's overwhelming for a human and for, for, uh, for a parent, I would say, watching that. And that they showed that they showed that um, by taking the CBD, the cannabis oils, and there's, uh, there's such a science and all this molecular stuff uh, with, with marijuana that goes into it just being a, a plant, um, which is in you know, the hemp and the cannabis family. Um, but they found with um, giving uh, small doses of the CBD, and the CBD is a non-psychoactive uh, of it, so it doesn't have the THC. Um, and THC, each, all these different little portions of marijuana, They've found kind of have different different roles and play different things, um, but with the CBDs that it's taken out it doesn't have uh, the THC, so it doesn't have any kind of the fun stuff you would say. But it's what you're left with is this really rich um, nutrients product that um, has shown, especially with the epilepsy, um, to sort of calm and soothe the brain to um, soothe these kind of cells um, that are reacting. And to think if someone was going from having 100 seizures to having no seizures or one seizure, and there's been just completely documented in so many things, these stories of parents who their state, it wasn't legal, and so basically it's seen as them giving their children drugs, who have uplifted their whole life, moved to a state where it was legal, and now their child is having a functioning life. And you see that, that people are willing to give up and sacrifice so much for the health of their child, and you think that, you know, you wouldn't think if someone was, was giving um, their child, you know, a medicine from, from the doctor, you wouldn't think otherwise of it. Um, but with a lot of these medications that you're giving to children at such a young age are severe, as I said, like the opioids are just severe pain medications. Um, and right. one documentary, right. yeah, that then uh, trying to wean their child to go on to these CBDs, um, they talked, they called a, a medical, a, a, what's it called, like a rehabilitation center and asked about um, this particular uh, pain medicine they're trying to get their, I think, five-year-old off, and they couldn't believe that a five-year-old was on it, and, and they had been prescribed this because of these horrendously painful seizures their child had been having. So now in this course that they give their child a little bit of this oil every day, and their child has a functioning life now and is no longer having these seizures. I'm by no means saying that people should go off their medicines, but I think just to consider this, 
um, that there's something out there. There's really been this more movement now of kind of going more organic of what is in the medicine, what's in, and this kind of mislabeled of we put our trust in things because a doctor prescribes it, and we talk about it so much on the show of how it's almost kind of funny but scary at the same time when you see these commercials for a certain medication and it says what it's for and then the rest of the commercial is someone speaking really fast about uh, all the horrible side effects. If you experience this and, then, and you think, okay, wow, now you don't have a headache, but you have all these other horrible things. Exactly. And, and that's the problem is so often you, you can die from these other things, whereas maybe what you're taking the medication for, you know, it's not deadly. But now you're in a deadly situation. It is very scary. Yeah, and, and you know, and something too, I think what's, uh, kind of bring more positive light for it is, uh, as silly as it sounds, but, um, as I said about, uh, Sanjay Gumta, the, you know, a very renowned doctor, is celebrity endorsements. People coming forward and speaking out of it, not just saying, oh yeah, you know, I, I like marijuana, but speaking out of how it's helped them and how it's, uh, treated them. And something, um, that kind of getting into the sports world of it is, Ricky Williams, he is a retired uh, football player, and now he's really at the forefront promoting it is that when he was in the NFL, you know, they experienced so many injuries, and NFL players have, oh, God, I don't have the statistic in front of me, but the statistics of addiction with that because, you know, this is their livelihood, and they got to get back out there. And, you know, you always see these, hear these horrible injuries and how they're back, you know, back in the game so quickly. Um, they, a lot of times, you know, they give you shots. And, and I know you're someone who's experienced a lot of back pain and has had to have um, those epidurals, those shots that for a little bit of time, um, it's good. It helps you, but it's a very temporary thing. And they tell you you can only have so much of these because though it is helping you, um, having those cortisone, these uh, Yes, it can be shots, detrimental. Yes. Yeah, it can, it can over time have that really negative effect. And a lot of, you know, sports people have come forward you know, that now their bodies have just fallen apart. And that's too that now they're in such severe pain that a lot of times can lead to, you know, you're taking all these medications and lead to these addictions. Um, but he's coming forward saying that, you know, it was, it was very frowned upon. Um, but now in these later years that, you know, he's, he's really speaking and saying that this shouldn't be something, that this should be another option for players, for especially for the CBD stuff. And they've even found in studies um, that patients, and now I don't, uh, it didn't uh, give the information regarding uh, how it was ingested, whether it was smoked or eaten or a pill or rubbed on, um, but they found that brain tissue seems, uh, I don't, for lack of a better word, almost thicken. Um, that for uh, active players, people who were actively using marijuana were less uh, for concussions, had a quicker recovery time, and were less susceptible to these things. And that's another big issue for NFL players or just players in aggressive sports is concussions, is these things, again, that we're seeing as, as we're all... We're seeing a lot of that now, yes, that's, and that's bad. That now suddenly, um, you know, as, as we age, these things that were harder on our body and that we, you know, I'm young, we live through it. And when we get older, all these things have kind of caught up with us. And just kind of quickly, just speaking before we uh, wrap it up, the other things they found, speaking of just getting older, is with arthritis, that they've seen that it's um, released the inflammation within, um, within the joints. 
Um, for women, they've showed that uh, things such as PMS and periods and crampings, that different strains of marijuana have been able to ease with the pain. Um, you know, there, it just goes on and on of the many things. And again, like all things, moderation, that uh, marijuana can be used in some therapies for anxiety and people can feel really good on it, but also too much of it can make people feel anxiety and feel paranoid. So um, I think if someone is looking into this as uh, medical-wise, and, and two, I think um, it's all about a time of kind of, you know, re, relearning and understanding things. Of the, a lot of times the information we were provided when we were younger is not factual anymore, and it's up to us so that we don't have um, sort of this bias or um, not kind of interested in it or apathetic view is to seek out more information and see new medical studies and see who's supporting these things. And, and it, I think it's really amazing when people who have this negative view and especially doctors or scientists that spoke out before that are now saying, hey, actually this is not the case. And that now, they, that, now that there is slowly but surely funding coming in for these things because a lot of studies, it's hard to get funding. Um, well, you know, I um, think what's interesting about that is that it's kind of the same way with almost uh, with many substances, you know, including alcohol. There was the whole prohibition time. And as you said, any, you know, if it's in moderation. But, uh, you know, just recently, Microsoft made a big investment in um, cannabis labs, which is telling us, you know, if a major corporation is going to start doing something on the production end, it means that they are finding that there's going to be either legislation that's going to allow it or a lot more people that are going to be using it, that it's going to be a profitable endeavor down the line and not black market. You know, it's oh, going to be not, and taxed, and et cetera. Something too. I mean, and I'm getting a whole other show of uh, with they've showed in the states that it's been legalized now. Um, illegal. They people thought, oh well, you know, people will buy it and then they'll try to sell it to kids. And uh, those statistics have actually dropped in states. That there's less. It's sort of that thing when something is available. Um, it's. When something's available, you know, it's it's not as fun anymore, or it is a state-controlled thing, and there's taxes on it. The state revenue for ta- for states that have legalized it, it is amazing. Now, you know, they, they can get roads. They can have schools um, fixed. Um, and this is a market that the states, that states can benefit by so much. And then, again, just health-wise, um, I know you've, I've heard me talk about before that um, there's international studies, and there's actually um, a company, GW Pharmaceuticals, that um, is in its final stages. And now final stages means it could still be another year or two until it's able to be released to the U.S. markets. But um, the U.S. FDA is, in its, is uh, undergoing those tests, which, you know, it gets very expensive and very hard to get to that final stage. Um, for the treatment of using a CBD medication for the treatment um, as of right now for epilepsy and other uh, seizure illnesses. And what they've found uh, in these clinical studies is uh, just a renowning positive view. Um, and once, if, this, if everything passes, um, it will be able to be legalized, and that's something they're trying to, to get 
you know, with the CBDs versus the, the THCs. Um, but I'm very supportive of the medical wise to it. I, I think to each their own for personal use, but I, I think really for the medical thing, there is just a boundless of um, helpful things that people can do um, so that they don't have to fill, you know, with so many chemicals and um, just to kind of be aware, there's so many other ways um, that people can take these medications. Um, well, I think what's really great it. is the opportunities are available for uh, a material that can be organically grown, you know, comes from nature. I'm not sure how the processing of it all goes, but anytime that we have advance, advancements in medicine that can help us live longer, healthier, happier lives, you know, I think we owe it to ourselves to look into it and to open our minds to what's out there and not immediately label something. 100%. And I just want to touch on one just real quick, um, just a, a, the, something that's been discussed and just kind of talking about uh, with anxiety. Um, the Department of Health and Human Services recently um, signed off on a proposal to study marijuana for the potential uh, treatment for veterans for post-traumatic uh, stress disorder. And PTSD, uh, we know, is a, is a huge uh, and unfortunate thing um, with, uh, with our veterans. And so many people experience it for various other reasons. Um, but they have found in studies that it seems to treat with that and, and have a sign of, uh, of calmness for people. So uh, a lot of times with these stress uh, medications, the side effects, you know, as you hear, can be a suicide, death, suicidal tendencies or thoughts. Um, so this is another option for them. And so I'm really happy that these studies are moving forward. And, uh, and doubtless things, we could go on forever about well, uh, the positive things. Yeah, I think... I think that the interesting thing with medical uh, cannabis is that it's possible that the days of the Wild West <laughs> are coming to uh, an end in a professional, regulatory, mainstream manner. And, you know, I think that time will tell. It might be a little bit longer, but I really do, I really do like the idea that there is so much relief for so many different kinds of ailments that uh, can be experienced through medical marijuana. And so I think that's a, a good thing. So, okay, let's, um, let's wrap it up. Yeah, most definitely. For more information and everything going on, we want you to check out the website. Go to bethestarur.org as well as starstyleradio.com. And when we come back from break, we will be going into the garden. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you've been listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. Stay with me. Star you are, the star you are, be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 
925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out There's a French me. proverb that says autumn is the hush before winter. Well, well, welcome to autumn, right? Well, having spent the many autumns in France, I attribute a portion of my love for fall to my fast travel experiences in the quiet beauty of the yellowing vineyards and the crisp, cool mornings, walking through fields, sipping a coffee au lait, and the warming sense of seasoned firewood, burning an evening hearth, beckoning me to dine on the produce of the day. Autumn is harvest time here in California with the bounty of grapes and walnuts and apples and pears ripe and ready. The last bushes of tomatoes and corn and eggplant peppers and summer squash are making their way to kitchen tables and to outdoor grills as we all enjoy those final hours of sunshine and patio parties. But of course, even as the days are shortening and the nights are lengthening and the leaves are turning amber and umber and orange as we herald in that hush before winter, We are experiencing an Indian summer at the moment with very hot days of over 100 degrees and very warm nights where it's lovely to sit outside, but then it gets very cool in the middle of the mornings. So I think that nature is in harmony as gardens are beginning to settle in for that long winter's nap. So it's time to start pondering our spring gardens by rotating crops so as not to deplete the nutrients for a healthy production next season. And cover crops, peas, and legumes, they're nitrogen fixers. So you want to mix up the heavy feeders such as tomatoes, peppers, potatoes, all the brassicas, which are the cabbages and cauliflowers and broccolis, and corn with um, root vegetables of beets, onions, carrots, and sweet potatoes. Now, if you live on a hillside, Consider planting fire and drought-resistant ice plant as a ground cover. Boasting an array of hues, ice plant will keep the soil from eroding during the rains. And I've seen ice plant in bright orange, yellow, fluorescent pink, red, of course, white. Um, and there's just and also deep purple and lavender. So ice plant is a very pretty plant. Now, fall is the best time to scatter your wildflower seeds. You give them time to germinate before spring. And mixes that include poppies, bachelor buttons, clarkia, lupin, marigold, aster, penstemon, 
dianthus, coneflower, sweet william are available in packets as well as in containers. Wildflowers attract pollinators, and that will keep the hummingbirds, the butterflies, and the bees buzzing around your property instead of around your neighbor's property. Now, sunflowers have been prolific and extra large this summer, and as their heads start to droop, make sure to collect the seeds both for feeding the birds and also for saving those new towers. Now, when the weather cools, mosquitoes and other bugs tend to disappear. So enjoy that trickling of your fall fountain as you invite friends over for that final barbecue or outdoor meal as we wave bye-bye to that summer sun. The luster in the sky is a kaleidoscope of brilliance, and it's a forerunner to the quiet before the storm. So bienvenue à d'atome, huh? Now, here are some gardening tips for you uh, for the fall, since we're only a week into fall, so we might as well think about it. Watch for aphids on plants, especially mandevilla. My mandevilla was absolutely filled, and it was blooming profusely, and it had grown wildly. And, you know, even though I caught the aphids, um, it still destroyed a lot of the plants. Didn't kill it, but I had to cut a lot back because they just ate everything. Here's what you do. You mix two tablespoons of dishwashing liquid with water into a spray bottle, and then every day spray the affected areas of the plants. And what happens is that dishwashing liquid, it smothers the aphids. So that's really a good thing. You know, they, it, And then you'll see these little black things on the aphids, and you can actually take your your um, finger and wipe them. It's kind of interesting. Uh, make some applesauce or apple butter with apples. Um, if you have trees and they're falling, that's a good thing to do. If you don't have trees, it's really a good time of year for apples. They're nice and crisp now. And the year is boasting a really big crop. You don't need to peel apples. Just wash them well if you're buying them. If you grew them and they're organic, just wash them. Uh, slice them, uh, slice you know away the brown spots. Cut them into chunks. Add to a pot filled with a small amount of of water. Let it boil. I just add cinnamon and nutmeg, allspice, and if you want a little honey for a really delicious, healthy treat alone or with meats or any meal, you can also put this apple sauce or this apple butter over ice cream and yogurt. And the apple butter, of course, you can spread on bread. So it's really, it's very versatile and very good. Now start to think about those cover crops that I talked about a little bit earlier to add maximum benefits to your soil over the winter. Fall mixes can include seeds of legumes and grass and grains, broadleaf, uh, vetch, rye, clover, and radish. And these are going to suppress weeds, they'll add aeration, and they will increase the soil aggregation. And protect your heart by eating more leeks. And you can keep diabetes at bay with more Swiss chard. You can fight colds with dandelion greens. Even though you think they're weeds, they're really good for you. Build stronger bones with bok choy. Yes, these leafy greens can do all of that. So plant some. And, you know, you can plant all of these things that I just talked about in a container, and uh, and you can put it on your patio or your balcony if you don't have a garden, even if you just have a little porch. Uh, it's amazing how much you can grow in one container. So think about it. 
me. Now, if you have kids that are going off to college or if you're going off to college on your own, send a plant to keep the indoor air clean while offering memory and concentration improvement. Prayer plants, peace lilies, pathos, snake plants are just a few of the easy-to-grow specimens that will acclimate well to dorm rooms. Plant shallots in well-amended beds with plenty of compost in full sun. The greens can be harvested young, or you can wait till they die back to harvest a cluster of shallots. Now is the time to be eating grapes. Now, if you have vines, they're ripe. Otherwise, you can buy California grapes at your favorite market or your farmer's market, and I promise you the flavor is going to be better than anything you've tasted anywhere else. So these California grapes are just ripe and ready and just wonderful with, um, you know, by themselves or on a cheese platter or however you want to eat them. I just like them straight from the vine. And talking about saving seeds, do this. Save seeds from your favorite open pollinated or heirloom tomato plants in mason jars topped with water. Now, here's how you save tomato seeds because it's a little bit tricky. What you do is um, you put the, uh, a, a tomato in a jar. Cover the jar, but don't seal it. Now, stir it daily until the seeds sink to the bottom. And then you rinse through a sieve. You rinse the seeds. And then you let the seeds dry on a paper towel until they're thoroughly dry. Then fill a small jar with the seeds Add a silicone gel pack and then store in the refrigerator until spring planting. Now, hybrid seeds are not going to provide tomatoes true to the mother. But that's how, if you have a great tomato plant right now that you're trying to save, that's how you do it. Deadhead roses for several more flurries of blooms before January. It's wonderful to have cut flowers from your garden, especially when December rolls around or even the beginning of January. It's really nice to still have uh, roses. I went out uh, yesterday and picked a bouquet to put in my kitchen and my bathroom. So just something, the smell is wonderful. It makes me happy. And, you know, it's just a great thing to have fresh flowers in your house. Time to overseed lawns before the cold sets in. Now, Pearl's Premium is proving to be a drought-resistant alternative to regular seed grass. It sets deep 14 to 20-inch roots, and with two seasons of seeding, should be hardy and fuller next summer. So go to pearlspremium.com. Now, include some colorful coleus in both indoor and outdoor fall displays. The leaves are the flowers, and the designs and patterns are endless. Select tulip bulbs for November planting. Now, tulips need to be refrigerated for six weeks, so you need to go out and start choosing them right now. So it is fall, so happy gardening and happy growing. And if you need any gardening help or you want a consultation, feel free to send me an email, Cynthia at star-style.com. I do consultations by the hour. And you can also uh, visit the website, CynthiaBryan.com. So when we come back from break, we're going to be talking more about the healing power of nature. Today's entire show is really about the healers that we find in nature and what we can do in the garden. So we don't want you to go away. We want you to get all of the benefits of this very um, healthy wellness show that we are providing for you here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. For more information about Be the Star You Are charity, please visit the website, Be 
thestarur.org. And do remember that we have two radio shows. So besides this show, we also broadcast Express Yourself Teen Radio every Tuesday at noon on Voice America Kids Network. And you can find out more about that show as well as this show with photos, descriptions, and and pictures of the different people involved on the show at StarStyleRadio.com. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll re- be right back with more, so don't go away. The star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Before we close a sale or even go on an interview, we often need information about a company that the client hasn't or wouldn't provide. So what other resources exist to help you know as much as possible about who you are pitching or who you are auditioning or interviewing for? In this day of technology, we have it a bit easy. The first line of attack would be to gather information on the Internet. After this, get in touch with some company experts, such as calling the company's front desk, talking to a secretary or a customer service agent if they provided you with a a phone number. You can also utilize organizations and individuals who monitor the activities of your prospects. And don't forget to talk with other non-competing suppliers. Tap into your people sources, ask questions, listen carefully, and be wise when using the experts. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com or you can call the offices 925-377-7827. Be the star you are. The star you The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, I sure appreciate you staying with me here on our Power of Healing show today that is 
all about nature. I really, as you know, I'm I'm called the goddess gardener. I write for the newspaper. Uh, you can find those articles at my website, CynthiaBryan.com. I love writing garden articles, and I'll be writing a garden book probably this winter. But when we do a show that is on the healing powers of nature, it's even more exciting because it has so many benefits. I often talk about the beauty of, of nature and the pollinators, you know, and, and eating fresh things. But there's something more to it. And it's interesting when we finally get scientific studies to back up discoveries that we might have just thought were kind of silly or a lark. But that's what's happening today is that scientists all over the world and researchers all over the world are really finding that being in nature is clinically therapeutic. And whenever people spend time in nature, they feel better. Now, this um, many scientists and researchers were inspired by a recommendation from the Forest Agency of Japan which in the early 1980s began advising people to take strolls in the woods for better health. The practice was called forest bathing or Shinrin-yoku. And it was believed that forest bathing lowered stress. But of course, it had never been proven. It was just a hypothesis. But since then, there's a large body of evidence that has showed that spending time in nature is responsible for many measurable beneficial changes in the body. In one early study, a forest therapy expert and researcher at Chiba University in Japan found that people who spent 40 minutes walking in a cedar forest had lower levels of stress hormone cortisol, which we know is involved in blood pressure and immune system functions. And Um, compared when they just spent 40 minutes walking in a lab. So even though it was surprising, spending time in the forest induced a state of physiological relaxation. Now, another researcher, a professor at Nippon Medical School in Tokyo, found that trees and plants emit aromatic compounds called phytonicides that, when inhaled, They spur healthy biological changes in a manner similar to like aromatherapy, which has also been studied for its therapeutic benefits. But in these studies, it was shown that when people walk through or stay overnight in any forest, they exhibit changes in the blood that are associated with protection against cancer, better immunity, and lower blood pressure. And recent studies have also linked nature to symptom relief for health issues like heart disease, depression, anxiety, um, uh, let's see, cancer, and attention deficit disorders. So what is it? What is, uh, is thought? It's the clean air. It's the quiet atmosphere. It's the beautiful scenery. It's the fresh, good smells. And all of this in a forest or in nature contributes to these very positive effects. Now, how does it fight the different things? This is what I think is important. So what does being in a forest or nature promote? Well, it promotes cancer-fighting cells. 
In an April 2016 study that was published in the journal Environmental Health Perspective, it was reported that women living in areas with lots of vegetarian, uh, not vegetarian, lots of vegetation had 12% lower risk of death from all causes compared with people in the least green places. Now, that could be thanks to the cleaner air, but nature may also offer its own medicine. The research at Nippon Medical School in Japan showed that when people walk through that forest and they inhale those uh, phytonicides that increase their number of natural killer that's they they um, say call them NK cells, which is a type of white blood cell that supports the immune system, and is associated with a lower risk of cancer. These natural killer cells are also thought to have a role in combating infections and autoimmune disorders, as well as tamping down inflammation, which contributes to a wide range of ailments, as we know, which includes heart disease and diabetes. There was also a 2010 study where researchers found that people who took two long walks through forests on consecutive days increased their natural killer cells by 50% and the activity of these cells by 56%. Now, those activity levels remain 23% higher than usual for the full month following the walks. And in another study... It was found that infusing people's hotel rooms with those same, you know, good chemicals had a little bit of the anti-cancer cell effects as those seen among people walking in the forest. So it's like we probably can do some of this with aromatherapy. Now, it also can help with ADHD. There have been studies in kids with attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder that have suggested that nature walks could be a potential natural treatment to improve attention. In one study, a team that was led by the University of Illinois had kids with ADHD take three 20-minute walks without their medication in different locations. And these three locations were a park, a neighborhood, and then an urban street. When the researchers tested the kids afterwards, they found that after a walk in the park, the kids were able to concentrate substantially better than after a walk in any other settings. And then in 2011, in a separate study, though they had the children who regularly played outdoor areas, they had milder symptoms of ADHD um, uh, than the children who played indoors or who were in areas with less nature access. So what they think is that nature gives the part of the brain that's used in effortful concentration a rest. And if you spend time doing something mentally relaxing, then you're going to feel rejuvenated. Now, people without ADHD can also improve their attention and concentration by interacting with nature. And this is suggested by the University of Michigan studies that found people improve their short-term memory by 20% after a nature walk, but they had no changes after a walk through city limits. I found that was interesting. Now, it can help with depression and anxiety. 
Not surprisingly, urban dwellers are far more likely to have anxiety and mood disorders than people who live in rural areas. And now that's the bad news because 80% of Americans live in cities. The good news is, is that a small 2015 study published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences found that people who walked for 90 minutes in a natural setting, and that could be a forest or a nature park, were less likely to ruminate. They were less likely to feel depressed and anxious, and they had a lower activity in that area of the brain that's linked to depression than the people who walked in an urban cityscape. So being accessible to nature may be vital for mental health in our rapidly urbanizing world. The exact mechanism of how nature helps mood disorders isn't clear, but researchers are agreeing that at the very least, time in nature tends to lift your spirits. When you have a short blast of nature exposure, people's moods go up. Another possibility is that the air near moving water, forests, mountains, they contain high levels of negative ions, which are thought to potentially reduce depression symptoms. So that's an important thing to know. Now, even fake nature has some benefits. So before you start planning your escape uh, to get to the countryside, you probably want to consider this. There is plenty of evidence that there you can get a range of benefits, um, even if all you can manage is putting a plant in your room or a plant in your office. Or even if you can't do that, even looking out at trees, and that helps immensely uh, to lower your um, anxiety and to give your brain a rest. Again, University of Queensland did some research that shows even if the images, sounds, and smells of nature are around you, they can have a positive effect. So some people will listen to nature sounds over headphones, for example. Um, and that's interesting because, you know, lots of spas have employing nature sounds in their treatment rooms for a lot of times. I know if I go in for a massage or some kind of spa treatment, I much prefer the sounds of the water or the rain or the birds singing to any music. I just think that it is just much more powerful. And for me, it's much more relaxing. And then several studies have also shown that having a window view is really critical. It can improve attention, reduce stress, and even help people in hospitals heal after operations. So one widely cited study of people recovering from surgery found that those with tree-lined views were released faster from the hospital. They experienced fewer complications and they required less pain medication than people whose rooms faced a brick wall. So as you can see, there's some really, some wonderful healing power in gardening. There are some more things that I just wanted to tell you that can really help with, uh, with healing, and that is growing your bones. Uh, the University of Arkansas uh, scientists found that strenuous yard work, like pushing a lawnmower, pulling weeds, had the same beneficial effect on bone density as weight training did. So high bone density is key to preventing osteoporosis. 
So with that, please go out in nature and heal thyself. Well, thanks for being great listeners and letting Heather and I into your life every week right here on Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. We're with you 4 to 5 p.m. live. You can always live your dreams, find out lots about gardening, information, health, and what's happening in the news and how to be encouraged and empowered To make a donation to Be The Star You Are, please go to bethestarur.org. We're completely funded by donations. And until next week when we celebrate again, remember love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. We'll be together next Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. Until then, be healthy. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Be the star you are. Keep caring. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style. Be the star you are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.